Welcome to episode 421 of the Paranoid School Rock Show, the world's longest running weekly podcast. Go on, prove me wrong. My name's Armitage, and over the course of the next hour, I'm going to play you music that you should hear on the radio, but don't. <laughs>
was the only known recording of Black Sabbath Mark II. As we all know, Mark I lineup was Ozzy, Geezer, Bill, and Tony. I can't really say the classic lineup, as the one with Dio in some quarters is deemed as the classic me. I think they're both iconic in their own way. After Ian Gillen left, uh, it all got rather silly with musicians coming and going. I'm sure Tony Iommi, even if pushed, couldn't name all the past members. Anyway, uh, back in late 1977, Ozzy was ousted with Dave Walker, former vocalist with Savoy Brown, and Fleetwood Mac drafted in to fill the void. Rehearsals and writing were undertaken with the band appearing live on the BBC Midlands TV programme Look East performing Warpigs and the yet unrecorded Junior's Eyes. No footage of this recording seems to have survived, only the audio to Junior's Eyes, which would eventually appear in a different arrangement on Never Say Die. Ozzy returned to the fold after being out only for a matter of weeks, and the rest, as they say, is history. The last time the musical mayor of Stockholm, Mr Dave Champion, visited my humble abode, he left on the desktop of my laptop a folder marked Dexter Jones Circus Orchestra. In it contained the albums If Light Can Save Us and Side by Side, released in 2010 and 2007 respectively. There, the folder remained unopened until about this time last year, uh, when I was cleaning up icons, thought I'd better listen to it uh, and see what was on offer. Superb stuff. The band has been compared to everything from Mammoth Volume and Bob Dylan to Blue Oyster Cult and Thin Lizzy. It would, how I would imagine, the helicopters sound like if Nick Anderson had taken them down a 70s prog room. Soundtrack of Our Lives meets Helicopters. Did I mention that the band was Swedish? Straight. Onto iTunes with me, penciling in songs for immediate inclusion on the next Paranoid Squirrel podcast. Then, shamefully, I probably forgot all about it until Dave and myself, on a completely different subject, started trading emails for an up and coming project of his, which you will hear literally in the fullness of time. So, my memory was jogged back into life. So, without further ado, this is Both of Us by the aforementioned Dext Jones Circus Orchestra from If the Light Can Save Us. I'm barely ever round As crazy as it sounds I left it all on you To try and pull it through You take that part in this But I see how you miss 
whilst Googling Dexter Jones, I was presented with a BBC Music webpage that had just the links to the band's Last FM and Music Brains pages. But underneath was the similar artist list. The one that got my attention on the name alone was the Robot Lords of Tokyo. I just had to click the link. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a grave announcement to make. Incredible as it may seem, both the observations of science and the evidence of our eyes lead to the inescapable assumption that those strange beings who landed in the Jersey farmlands tonight are the vanguard of an invading army from the planet Mars.
Danko Jones have just released their seventh full-length album in the shape and form of Fire Music, and it's the first to feature new drummer Rich Knox. The 11 tracks clock in at just over 36 minutes, and from the opening Wild Women to the closing of She Ain't Coming Home, the band are relentless in their oral assault. Every one of these tracks could be a single. Not one of them is patchy or lacking in punch. If Metallica had recorded this, it would be hailed as a return to form. Instead, it's Danko Jones still on top form and on fire. This is Watch You Slide. of the internet and social media when forming a band it's pretty easy to see if your band name of choice has already been taken i remember back in the mid 80s south african rock band black rose relocated to london debut date was booked to the marquee only to find that teesside had in 1980 already produced a black rose who's issued a cyst and desist order the band swiftly changed their name to bad english uh, this was a year before john wake band of the same name at which point they morphed into london glam sleaze merchants belladonna this again was before joey belladonna went solo i think at which point the band just threw in the towel so when i received a link to download an album by audrey horn called telly did onyx 
the thought that this release was by anyone else, apart from the one that resides in Bergen, Norway, didn't even cross my mind. I did think that a new record so soon after last year's Pure Heavy was rather quick, but checking the titles, which were sentence length, uh, I thought there must be remixes, and the size was down to who had fiddled with them. On closer inspection, this wasn't the case. Titles include, I can't stop looking at this pit bull dash hound mixed dumb fucking face, do meth, drink beer, eat flaming hot Cheetos, and John Frizz bit my finger. John Humphreys, the BBC newsreader, uh, I popped over to Audrey Horn's website to find no mention of this release, However, whilst entering the band's name in the search section on Facebook, amongst the fictional character, close groups and the band from Norway, was another Audrey Horn musician forward stroke band. Clicked on it and it took me to the instrumental Audrey Horn based in Seattle. Now, Twin Peaks TV series where the character of Audrey Horn features was filmed in said Pacific Northwest and in 1996 I visited some of the locations. So maybe these musicians believe they have a closer affinity to the name. Come on. What about Laura Palmer? Yeah, you're right, Audrey Horn is a great name. But it's long gone.
band that no one is ever going to copy the name of is Los Bastos Finlandis, whose sixth album, Bad Motherfucker Ball, or BMF Ball, to get its shop window space, has just been released. I've always described Los Bastos Finlandis live as Mexican cowboys who play motorhead, even though they're Finnish, as the name implies, apart from Welsh vocalist Bryn, who escaped the Valleys for Fields instead. Well, actually, Field singular, as Finland only has one. On record, though, the band just sound like a great classic hard-rocking band that go down a storm at biker festivals. Unfortunately for me, uh, I haven't seen the band since they supported Jet Black at the Islington Academy just over five years ago. And unless I book a flight to foreign climes, that's likely to remain the case. Best make do with their albums. This is Entertainment Don't Come Cheap from the aforementioned BMF Ball. <laughs>
The last time I saw bassist Jeff Haightley was when Wolfsbane supported the Choir Boys at the Forum in December 2009. After that, I wasn't really aware of what he was up to. That was until Dom Daly of Uber Rock and Glunk Records Notoriety messaged me to ask if I had fucked us for single Lorraine that featured the aforementioned Jeff. My answer was, uh, no. At which point, Dom pointed me in the right direction. Now, if like me, you didn't or don't know who Fucked Us 4 were, I shall enlighten you. Apart from Jeff, the other members are Bright Sloucher, who played in the UK subs, Dave Oms, Drongos for Europe, both on guitar and vocals, with Steve G on drums and also on vocals. Out of their collective and former bands, the Jellies spring to mind. The three tracks I've got are all great sing-along songs, with Lorraine firmly stuck in my head. Thanks, Dom. Found her in the bath looking a little black and blue 
a needle hanging out of her arm. What is she gonna do? She's left for dead, he left her money by the side. Choking on the smack that used to get her through. It's unusual in this day and age for a band to have released the same amount of albums as years that they have been going. Back in the day, it was a norm to see Black Sabbath Iron Maiden, and the first two damned albums both came out in 1977. Well, no one told Swedish street punkers City Saints that less is more. Having formed in Gothenburg in 2012, the band have released two full albums and an album of singles or non-album tracks. All right, they're shy of one album. Uh, unfortunately... Their drummer, Magnus Johnson, is bowing out in June with his final appearance at the Pipeline in London on the 13th of the aforementioned June. This is Don't Be Late. Take it, Dee Dee. What the thing for? <laughs>
Shall we stay with Sweden? Shall we stay in Gothenburg? Oh, all right, as you asked. Hardcore Superstar will be releasing their 10th album, HCSS, next month, with the band playing in London as part of their European tour on the 11th of March. And from what I can gather, the band will be playing the whole of the album in its entirety. Loved it when the Wild Hearts did that for the Hootspah album and wish Motorhead would have done the same for Aftershock. Anyway, uh, I've already played the track Glue that was released just before Christmas, but to wet our palettes... The band have sneaked out the lead track and from the aforementioned new album. Uh, the band say that uh, after the fan gave them an early demo of this, they've returned to the essence of that period. Now, I love the early hardcore superstar albums, as they were so different. Okay, it's only rock and roll and bad sneakers and a pina colada. Well, I'm basically the one in the same. But thank you for letting us be ourselves. It sounded so stripped back. On the strength of glue and don't mean shit, the band have managed to get the best of both.
probably guess that 99.9% of you have never heard of Tim Christensen or God, as friend of the show and school associate Arkwright calls him. Whispering at the top of my lungs is superb, let alone the band he was in between 1988 and 1998, unless you're Danish, because that's where they come from. Although, they did reunite five years ago and toured the homeland of Denmark and even Japan. The band in question are Dizzy, Ms. Lizzie, who have once again reunited, but this time, Tim, Martin and Soren have recorded new material, one of which I would if I could, but I can't, sounds a lot like this.
Up next is Brighton-based band Gang, who have just released a cassette-only release of Silverback, not a reason with a different recording of Silverback on the flip side. Gang are a three-piece consisting of Joe Hunt and brothers Eric and Jimmy Tormey. Gang have been together for a few years now, originally calling themselves The Gang. Uh, it was in this guise that I saw them up at the Boston Arms in Tufnell Park in November 2011. Since then, The has been dropped with the band adopting an even more psychedelic stoner garage vibe. Seeing them live, for me, is long overdue. This is the aforementioned Silverback. <laughs> Like a hail 
Ukraine if Dizzy Miss Lizzie and gang were to support the Von Herzen brothers. Not going to happen. But wouldn't it be great? You often read about the decline of the music industry, but I think that decline is levelled at big record labels, ones in the 70s and 80s, which just flashed the cash like there was no tomorrow. Obviously, tomorrow came with the advent of the internet, and instead of embracing it, they viewed it with disdain, mocked it, turning their backs. Now, this isn't my idea, but shouldn't streaming sites be treated the same as like Netflix? No new music until after six months after the initial release? I mean, you don't see just out movies legally online. Food for thought. One man and two man band setups on the other port seem to be flourishing, partly because those involved are doing it out of love for the music. Uh, Closer Records, home to squirrel favourites, The Curse are a case in point. Promoting bands on their roster like the Dark Rags, the Dum Dum Boys and Three-Headed Dog, all of which have new albums out, respectively called Paranoid Blues, Nothing Means Nothing and Howling at the Sun. So I'm going to leave you this week with the Dark Rags and Misery's My Name, the Dum Dum Boys and Real Cool Thrash and finally Three-Headed Dog with Danger Zone. Unfortunately, if the Wall Rock Radio is your platform of choice, Three-Headed Dog will be missing. Instead, you'll be listening to the beginning of the cool sounds of the Rock Lobster Show with Robbie Johnson. Until next week, take it easy.
Misery is my name Misery is my name Misery is my name